0: Uh you know what else could go in any number of directions? Ugh. Welcome to Pixel <laughs> It. <laughs> the <It's a> podcast. <laughs> it's it's we're here. Hey everybody. <laughs> Sam's here again. Uh because Hello. Phil had Phil had babies still, and you think I was only going to give him one week of paternity leave? You're no. wrong. I'm not I'm not that kind of meanie. Uh, so Phil's going to be out for a bit. Sam's here. We're still talking about World of Warcraft.
1: Yeah, you better reading the book.
0: Of the Horde, For yeah. A book club later. He better read it so I can, so he can ex- understand what we went through as we read this book.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I never know how mean I'm supposed to be. I was no, having, I was having a time reading this book. I was,
0: I was, I was having a tough time too. Um, it, cause you know, it just goes places. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah so,
0: so yeah. if 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 you if you didn't if you didn't listen to the first episode for whatever reason, yeah we're reading World of Warcraft Rise of the Horde, and in the first episode we talked about a bunch of things, including how to write a character that doesn't actually want to do anything but passively judge everybody. And oh boy, <laughs> does that
1: get worse? Wow. Up until the end, I think I might still be maybe farther than you. And wow.
0: Oh no, I've I've finished the book. Finished I just okay. I just don't have all my notes written down yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh. mm. Right into the end. <laughs> uh, see, I,
1: I feel like there was this little benefit of a doubt voice in my head while I was reading it. That was like we can all use stories about normal people who do horrible things who like you know people who consider themselves to be fine like they're just they're just taking care of their of their friends and family. yeah like, yeah they're just you know they get swept along into these horrible atrocities like we have a need for those stories but i really had to keep in mind like yeah. I had to keep that in mind uh, the whole time while trying to empathize with Durotan as the main character. Because boy, oh boy, oh boy, boy, he, is oh like, boy. he is all talk.
0: You know, uh, and, and this might be a hot take, but uh, Durotan uh, still would have been tried at Nuremberg. Um, He's a bad person. <laughs> He's a bad person. It. Still, you know, none. It still would have been on trial.
1: <laughs> it's like watching and following this character around, who is just constantly thinking, like, "Oof, I don't know about this." I don't know, oh I don't know about this. This is I feel really bad. I feel bad about what's happening here. But he's not just like watching from the sidelines. He's particip he is he's carrying his hammer into like pockets of like civilians, <laughs> smashing heads in while going, Oh man, this isn't right at all. <laughs> I
0: feel terrible about this. It's so- most of the time. Sometimes I get a little excited though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <They're> sometimes get a little excited.
0: <laughs> so, um, oh. we left off, uh, chapter seven, uh, uh, in chapter seven, they basically, um, uh, okay. What happens here in chapter seven? Um, uh, Drek'thar then manages to gaslight Durotan into believing that the night he stayed with Yorks was a bad thing. All right. We're in chapter eight now. Nice. Uh, th- Uh, Thrall writes something at the beginning of chapter 8, which is very much along the lines of Thrall's version of the I Have a Dream speech to open the chapter. Um, Very awkward. Uh, (laughs) And then we get an orc uh, training for war montage.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Also, like, Thrall should be in, like, heavy, disavowal territory. All of his letters should be I aspire to do everything that my dad could not do and did not have the courage to do. But all of his letters are like, golly, I hope I someday grow up to be so brave like my dad. (laughs) What are you talking about?
0: He's like, he's like those people who are like, you know, you shouldn't judge Christopher Columbus for his decision. <laughs>
1: like, you're taking the wrong <laughs> lesson. <Roll laughs> oh,
0: yeah. my dad yeah. was brave for thinking bad thoughts while he killed civilians. <laughs>
1: yeah. You, he, yeah. Yeah. Uh.
0: He's a brave boy. Uh, Draka, uh, who is uh, Mrs. I have a bad feeling about this, but what are you going to do? Um yeah. Draka is Duratan's wife, and she's like, It's a bummer that we're not leaving in peaceful times, but what are you going to do about it?
1: She has has an even worse feeling
0: than her
1: husband, but she's a woman. She's a woman. It doesn't really matter what she
0: thinks. (laughs) <laughs> what are you gonna do? It
1: was funny how, like, they even said that in one of the chapters. It was like, man, Draka would really have made some better choices, but, like, you know... You know? She's just the wife.
0: She's, she's the, the wife of the chief, and she can't... She can't do anything.
1: Yeah, it would have been nice if she'd been in charge, but she's not. So...
0: She doesn't have it. Doesn't you know? have it. Um. So... Rulcan is pestering Ner'zul that the orcs are taking too long to train, and she also hints wow. that there are other types of magic, and there is a force out there that may be ready to take them under their wing. Oh ho! I wonder who that is. Wow. Uh, and Orgrim in the Blackrock Clan are on the hunt for the most dangerous game. People. <laughs> <laughs> And he hides some, he has misgivings. So Orgrim has like a sliding scale of like, I feel bad about this. Like Draka yeah. feels the worst. And then Duritan. And Orgrim has misgivings, but he's still going to crack somebody's head in with a doom hammer, you know, given the yeah. chance.
1: I feel like, yeah, if if Ten is feeling bad enough to do anything differently, I'd maybe put Draka at like a six. Yeah. I'd put Durotan at maybe like a four. I, I'd put Ogre maybe he's he's sitting in like a one, which is pretty good, it's good compared pretty to good.
0: everyone else. The rest, the rest of the orcs have somehow slipped into the negatives. Yeah. <laughs> but it's
1: properly a- explained that the orcs are on a quest to uh, genocide all the Draenei who have
0: been living the orcs have just been told by their ancestors uh, their ancestors that uh, hey go genocide the Draenei they haven't done anything uh, but go kill them And it's not even, and then the other orcs are like, you mean they haven't done anything yet? And the ancestors are like, sure, let's go with that.
1: (laughs) It's an uncomfortable book to read. (laughs)
0: Um, So the the Blackrock clan just murders the shit out of a Draenei hunting party that was just minding their own business. And then Orgrim uh, tastes their blood and thinks it's very sweet. (laughs)
1: Even just talking about this, I'm like, this episode needs, like, the fattest content warning. It's so hard to, like, these are sensitive topics (laughs) that have real-world parallels, and it's very hard to talk about them sensitively when the book just kind of goes
0: for it. (laughs) It goes for it so hard. Yeah. Um, Kill Jaden appears to Nerzul in the wake of the slaughter for the first time and tells him, good job. <laughs> and we get to chapter nine, and Thrall recants out how everyone in the future is really bummed out by the past because they went and committed yeah. some more crimes.
1: Yeah, and now that Tran, Every- I don't like them anymore.
0: Tran, like I don't like them anymore. Yeah, yeah. for good reason. Yeah. Um, Restalon tells Velen that there's been another attack, and Velen was is like, yeah, saw that one.
1: Yeah. Sucks, right? I, <laughs> I know everything.
0: Valen, the most worthless prophet ever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: meanwhile, Kure seems to be dying. So I guess using the spaceship is out. Um, Velen says he's going to the spaceship, but it's, um, that's the mountain there. They're, the, the orcs mountain is also a spaceship. So, um, mm-hmm. To check on Kure, uh, which may antagonize the orcs, but he doesn't care. He needs to do it because uh, he was told to make allies with our species. And I was like, hold up. You've been here for 200 fucking years, Velen, and you didn't like make allies with the orcs over that time. You just like were over there in the shadows. Not victim blaming, not victim blaming at all, but <laughs> you could have been a little bit faster.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's sort where of things going to be a little bit confusing for me because um presumably the orcs were hanging out on the planet before the Draenei got there. They yeah. seem to like have kind of like a historic like memory of the Draenei arriving. And so the spaceship arrives, becomes the sacred mountain and that is what, like, attracts the orc ancestors. Right. They were saying, and yeah. so did the, the. I don't know. Uh, you know what? It's okay. It's fine.
0: It falls apart just a little bit, yeah, because basically the 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 mountain spaceship space mountain ship uh, space yeah. mountain. It's space mm-hmm. mountain. Uh, space mountain <laughs> uh, attracts the ancestors because they really love roller coasters, and. Um,
1: <laughs> So, yeah, it kind of, it makes me want because they say in the book, like, the only reason the ancestors are drawn to that location is because of this being of light, because of this, like, Naru. Right. And so, I'm like, oh, did, like, the orc, did the orcs not commune with their ancestors before the Draenei got there? Like.
0: Right. It yeah. seems like it's a pretty
1: long standing tradition but I guess it's not. Yeah. yeah,
0: and like his like 200 years doesn't feel like long enough
1: no. to get for, a lot of ancestors.
0: To get a lot of yeah, to get a lot of ancestors. I mean, that's <laughs> I mean, 200 years is a long time, but if we're talking generationally, like what? There's there's people who's like grandparents uh i think there's like a guy whose grandfather was in the civil war or something like that and that was like you know 160 years ago now so
1: (laughs) i was just looking up um how long do orcs live (laughs) how long long do orcs live well so unexpectedly they live uh, to uh, between the ages of eighty to one hundred, and they reach adulthood at age eighteen.
0: Okay, so <laughs> so just copy paste that human lifespan yeah. right onto them. <laughs> yeah, I was like,
1: oh, maybe they only live for like forty years, and then that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of ancestors.
0: Yeah, but- no, you could have a really old old orc who's like, yeah, my my grandfather was there when yeah. the Men in Black came. Uh.
1: Right. Then, you know, that also leads to like the perpetual weirdness of like Thrall's chapters where he's like, wow, man, crazy how like we were all living in peace. And then we uh, got, you know, enslaved by the demons and committed a genocide and destroyed a planet and came over to this one. And that was what my dad did. It's like, wow, that happened fast.
0: (laughs) Wow. That was, it's like, it's not like generations of, of, it's, it's more like like
1: seven years.
0: (laughs) It's it's Seven.
1: Well, that's the thing. I don't know
0: how, I don't under really know how long, like the way the book is written. It feels like this takes place over the course of a month. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. This is definitely the problem with like World of Warcraft wanting to do the comics book, the comic books thing. It's like, yeah. If you like comic books lore, you will enjoy World of Warcraft lore because um, they just they just go wild with it, but sure. they want to keep the same characters around for the entire thing. Yeah. So it's just like basically a story of like 20 people running around watching these cataclysmic events taking place over and over, sure. and, over and over and over and over again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a good parallel. Because when you think about it, like uh, uh, Peter Parker has, has 60 years of continuity, but in, in, in the comic books, he's like, in his mid thirties. So he's some you're somehow jamming sixty years worth of stuff into twenty
1: years. Yeah, you've been fooling a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, all the work is the same way.
0: Yeah. Um so continuing on, uh yeah. Uh Anyway, Nerzul uh, really likes meeting with Kill Jaden. He's slightly weirded out by the fact that his wife has suddenly stopped talking to him or appearing to him, his dead wife, but it's probably mm. fine. Everything's probably fine. Um,. A Dranai courier arrives, is killed, and the message is given to Nirzul, and it's a letter from Velen imploring the orcs to chill the fuck out. Because <laughs> why are they doing this? Anyway, I'm Velen and I'm gonna go visit the mountain. Uh, I'm just gonna
1: use this human person or well, this living Dranai person to as a As an expendable (laughs) commodity (laughs) to deliver a message written on paper. It's so the way they treat life in this book is like
0: (laughs) very disposable. Very you really disposable. feel that
1: um, "kill one hundred boars" philosophy carried through
0: this book. You, you got to get into the basement and kill all the rats. Yeah. Um, uh, Gul'dan says Velen is arrogant for wanting to violate Oshagun. Uh, kill Jaden agrees. Uh, Nerzul is angry about the idea of killing unarmed people, but also says this trespass won't go unpunished, and he sends a message to Durotan to deal with it as the Frostwolf clan lives closest to the mountain. Um, chapter 10 thrall talks about frames the upcoming incident that gets talked about in this chapter, uh, as, uh, one where Durotan retained his honor. So he sure did that. Um, I yeah. guess it depends on your definition of honor. Um, <laughs> Draka tells Duratan that she doesn't trust Ner'Zul, but Durotan is like, but, you know, I'm just following orders. Um, he takes Draka's point, but says he's not going to shirk his duty. Uh, Restylane tells Velen that the courier got killed and Velen... Uh, was like, yes, yeah. I know I am a prophet for the second time <laughs> in that. two chapters.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Stop telling me things. I
0: know, I know it already. I, I, I already knew it. Why are you don't telling me? me. <laughs> and, and Restlon's like, I don't know why I fucking talked to you, man. You've been a piece of shit for like 200 years now. Anyway, <laughs> so, um, the, uh, they also sent a letter back uh, to the Draenei. We will meet, but we guarantee nothing. Uh, Durtan and Drekthar and others go to the sacred spaceship mountain, and Durtan has misgivings, but Drekthar is like they are evil because some ghost lady told us. They meet up with Velen and Velen tries to explain why the mountain is important to the Draenei as well. And Drek'thar loses his shit. And then all the other orcs do as well. And they're like, ah, it's a sacred mountain for us, but not for you. And the situation gets tense. And Velen's like, well, it's not sacred. It's a spaceship.
1: (laughs) This is where I think that if there was going to be any room to make this a semi-justifiable conflict not you know like i don't know just write this scene make better Bellen a little bit more of a condescending asshole i, I he's you know many yeah. the hundreds or thousands of years old I feel like if he is super condescending in the way he talks to the orcs, like I can see that riling these guys up and, yeah. you know, him coming to their sacred site and being like, ah, you think your ancestors are, you know, really, we did that. Really? Really? You should thank what us. What you think is happening? This really important sacred site. Like that's not what's happening. It's, <laughs> It's a spaceship. It's
0: it reminds me of those people on Twitter who are like, you know, your dog doesn't actually love you. It's just a right. chemical reaction yeah. in the brain. And I'm like, go fuck yeah. yourself. If Velen was like that Twitter guy. <laughs> yeah. That would be
1: I feel like that would have been it still obviously would not justify what no. happens. But um uh, I feel like, you know, you want to see this conflict between these two like uh, fantasy races that ends up like spiraling out into a very long war. Like they're still on like opposite side That the, the Draenei and the orcs are still on opposite sides of this war in World of Warcraft. When Thrall is writing all of his lovely, nice notes about how he wishes we could all get along. Like, orcs and Draenei are still going at each other.
0: Yeah, yeah it's that's wild um Draka is disappointed in in her husband for not like silencing them and it's so so dumb Duratan's like I've already told them to hold their spears I can't tell them to hold their tongue too and we're like you can you can yeah (laughs) real real bare minimum stuff real bare minimum stuff uh some magic gets flung back and forth and they take Valen Prisoner uh Duratan wrestles with his emotions but continues to not really do anything. Uh mm-hmm. and then Durtan finally goes to speak with Velen in private later while Velan is is all tied up. And um uh Velen's like, what the fuck, dude? Didn't you like the dinner we gave you? Uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Velen also mentions that this war has been entirely one sided and there's no intent to attack the orcs from the Dranai side. Uh, Duratan wants to believe him, but uh, the Force Ghosts keep telling us, you know, the, you're bad, so we got to believe him. Uh, Duratan is going to keep the stones that Velen had on him, uh, the magic uh, Autoball crystal stones, um, but he's going to let Velen and the others go. Um and this is like the one time Durtan does a thing in this book.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He does He does let Velen uh go. Um, yeah. Seeing, yeah, seeing the way the Draenei were, like, being treated when they were, like, taken prisoner. It's, I don't know, reading this book is just an experience.
0: It's- it is. It's a wild experience. is uh, unhappy about Duratan's decision, uh, and Duratan's like, well, whatever, it's my decision. Um, Velen does the sad Charlie Brown walk home, uh, <laughs> and when he gets home, he tells the other Draenei that they have to get ready for war. Um, and then Kure is dying and screams, and the shamans are like, see Duratan, that's that's the mountain ancestors screaming because you let Velen go, and Duratan's like, that's not not it at all, that's not it. Um, so yeah, the Draenei are going to start fighting back. Whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> oh Chapter eleven. Uh, Thrall mentions that Nurzul and Gul'dan are two of the darkest names to ever sully the history of his people. Uh, Du yeah. <laughs> just those two, okay, yeah <laughs> it
1: also really wants to have it both ways with the orcs because, um, it like you know, mentions that they're like a they're a peaceful, you know, they're a peaceful bunch. They just like hanging out and browing around if only this all hadn't happened, they'd still just be browing around yeah. out in the woods and enjoying the hunt, but then it'll ca- occasionally also mention like, well, you know. Like all orcs, we love to revel in the you know joy of the slaughter,
0: the <laughs> glory like we, of the of the kill, yeah. and the the combat. We just, like
1: we just want to smear blood all over our faces and yeah, just bro, bro out and be. It's like bro. wait, which I don't know.
0: <laughs> bro, bro out, commit war crimes. That's that's <laughs> that's really uh, the way the orc lifestyle goes. Um, Dirtan is telling Nurzul he released Velen, and Nurzul is, is not happy. Uh, but then he starts getting worried. Uh that like Nurzul, this like starts Nurzul to start thinking, wait a minute. Maybe Kill Jaden's not great. Maybe, maybe he's not great. Whatever. Uh it's fine. Disregards that and he starts thinking about a horde, if you will.
1: A <laughs> horde, if you will. Oh boy,
0: oh boy, oh boy, if you will.
1: A big gathering of orcs or a a horde, (laughs) if you will.
0: If you will, Durtan gives Nerzul the stones, and uh, Nerzul has begun to doubt Goldan's motives. Uh, Later, Nerzul presents the stones to kill Jaden, and Kill Jaden is upset that they let Velen go, but. He's fine now that he has the stones. That kind of softens the blow a little bit. Uh, Even later, Nerzul gets a letter from a clan that they have successfully slaughtered a Dranai town, murdering every man, woman, and child while they slept. And the orcs danced with blood on their faces and reveled, and they ate their fill, and it was good. It was good. And the orcs were happy Um, because that's that's what they do, baby. Uh, (laughs) Nerzul decides, all right, I'm going to go to the mountain and talk to the ancestors myself. And when he gets there, oh, boy, are the ancestors mad. Whoops. You were never talking to the ancestors before Nerzul. I mean, you were at one point, but that's, uh uh-oh. Oh no! <laughs> they're like, you idiot! That wasn't us. We didn't tell you that. Uh, he's like, what can I do? Yeah. And then they're like, nothing. You're too fucking dumb to you do anything about it.
1: Bro. You got catfished, bro. <laughs> <laughs> His wife is like, "What the fuck, man? <laughs> he doesn't even look like me." <laughs> doesn't even look like me.
0: It's like got catfished on Ghost Tinder. Um. <laughs> um so, uh oh. But Gul'dan has followed Ner'Zul and he sees what happens, and he's going to tell Kill Jaden that Ner'Zul isn't a Kill Jaden stand anymore. Mm. Mm -mm. uh chapter 12 opens with another thrall segment where he goes sometimes the wise man is a fool thanks thrall
1: yep good input good input good input
0: thrall uh On the way back home, Kill Jaden appears before Nurzul. Gul'dan has ratted him out, and Nurzul rebels against Kill Jaden for like a hot second, and then Kill Jaden's like, "Ah, maybe you can regain my favor," and Nurzul refuses, but Kill Jaden lets him live because plot armor, I guess. And Gul'dan is now in charge because reasons.
1: He's the baddest guy.
0: <laughs> He's the baddest guy. Uh, meanwhile, the frost wolves get, uh, fucked up by a draenei party that, because the draenei are fighting back. Now the shamans, the shamans have been cut off from their magic. Durotan nearly dies, but Restalon recognizes him and tells him that the draenei tells the draenei to fall back and then tells Durotan now we're even because Duritan had let Velen go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duratan's furious, and Drexar Thar says he can't even feel the elements anymore, and Duratan's going to go confront Nerzul. And then, uh, Chapter 13, Thrall opens up with, uh, like, a, he's like, hey, how could they not see that they were they had the wool over their eyes? I don't know, Thrall, you're the one talking to them, like, you're, aren't you asking these people the questions? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> golden and Blackhand meet in the cover of night. He gives Blackhand a plan on what they're going to do next. They're going to unite the clans with an elected council. Uh, behind that council will be a deep state that they will set up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to include... I, that
1: <laughs> also felt a little unnecessary. Like, this book definitely suffers a lot from, like no weight is placed on any moment every nope. single moment passes with the exact same pace with yeah. the exact same tone yeah. it all just feels like a parade of events that no one cares that much about yep. um and man if they just like sliced out some of the these bits take out the shadow council Take out everything, everything that Thrall has ever said. And like, just really focus on some of these moments. So I don't just feel like I'm reading one of my history textbooks.
0: Right. (laughs) It's like, yeah, that's a scene that happened. All right. There we go. Uh, And yeah, the Shadow Council is like... Why do we need the Shadow Council? The orcs seem pretty in on this without an yeah. extra layer.
1: <laughs> yeah, there is, they're facing no pushback at <laughs> any point. Not even from the people who don't like them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the, the people who don't like them are, are not even making an effort.
1: No. Come no, on. No, no. no, no. Yeah, I don't know what they're so worried about. It's like these two guys are not that excited about what they're about what we're doing but they're still uh going to charge into battle with Yeah. Us,
0: they're you know. still going to do it. Yeah. Um so uh the deep the shadow council will include Goldan and Blackhand and uh, also shamans will shamans will be called warlocks now for the sake of their new powers. Mm. Mhm. Uh Duratan calls a bunch of orcs together to talk to, to them about uh the shamans not feeling the elements anymore, but also Goldan and Nurzul are there to talk about the new magic. This entire scene makes no fucking sense. Um <laughs>
1: I, don't, I don't know why you think that. Because oh, it anymore. was like
0: Duritan was the one who's like, yeah, everybody, gets get together. We're gonna talk about this the fact that the magic's fucked up. And then Goldan and Nurzul are like, but we're here also and we have a demonstration for you. But like, but I thought Dirtan was the one who called everybody together. How did how is the how is it they just like stole the scene from him somehow?
1: I have no memory of how that all happened.
0: <laughs> so they're like, like, let's go march down to the tents and show the warlock powers off. And we're like, so wait, you guys knew that he was gonna call meeting. <laughs> <laughs> basically they go down to the Koshard festival field where it's going to be held for a demonstration of the new magic, uh, after Duratan's like, ah, we got no magic. Um, and the black rock warlocks are there and they use their new magic. They commit a war crime by, uh, uh, using magic on a bunch of Draenei prisoners. Yeah,
1: um, real bad magic, just straight real- up torture magic.
0: Yeah, torture magic. They got like seven little demons, and little demons suck life out of them. duratan is having more thoughts about, hey, this is bad, but you know, I isn't going to do anything. He needs more info.
1: Yeah, he he's going to wait and see. <laughs> he's going to wait and see. <laughs>
0: like I'm gonna let, I'm gonna keep my eye on this. <laughs> he's he's uh he's doing the elon musk interesting response right
1: now i think that like yeah moments like this in the lore do kind of show up what i like about like world of warcraft like i think it's cool that you have all these different character classes obviously shamans are one of them obviously warlocks warlocks are one of them and um hearing a little bit more about how all of these uh different Character classes came to be, and like the implications of their magic. Like, I love the color that that adds to the world. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. color is always good. Yeah, um, yeah. There's a party oh, yeah. that there's a party that night, and Duratan forbids the Frostwolf Clan from taking part. Uh, Drekthar begs Duratan to use the new toys, and Orgrim is like, "Hey, maybe it'll help us win." And Draka's like. The new magic is super weird and I don't like it, <laughs> so we get a, a wide variety of, of reactions. Uh, chapter 14, Durtan is one sad orc. Uh, Blackhand is chosen as the head of the chieftains and Durtan doesn't even try to object. Uh, and Blackhand leads a For the Horde chant, because I guess that's what we're being called now. Uh, Durotan and Draka go home dejected, uh, the shaman come back after training a few days later, super proud of their new magic, uh, later a warlock from black hand arrest. this is the most fucked up, like the most fucked up, one of the mo- most fucked up bits about this entire story. So this warlock from the black hand clan comes to Durotan and is like, we need more people. We need more warriors.
1: Yeah. And yeah. Duritan's
0: like, okay, well, do you need us to like go make babies or something? And the Warlock's now is like, no, we can't wait six years. And Duratan's like, I don't understand what you mean by that. <laughs> and, uh, and the Warlock, Kirkul is like, no, we're going to take your kids and we're going to age them up to adulthood. So see that six year old right there? Bam. We're gonna we're gonna make that that six year old an, an adult. And Juritan's like, what? I don't what are you what? <laughs> Um, Duratan grabs Kurakul and orders him to get the fuck out of there. Um, but not before Kurakul goes and grabs a bunch of the kids together and ages them up to adulthood and they're crying in pain. And they're, when they're all done, they're just a bunch of 18 year olds sitting there and crying like children because they're still children brained. They're just in adult bodies now. Um,
1: yeah, that was like another one of those things where it's like, um, I feel like I should, I, I should feel a certain way about like yeah. any of the stuff that's happening, but it all just is kind of like this desensitizing, yeah, moving like series of just like things, and it's like just reading it, I was like, this should have way more weight. Yeah, it is given, but it's given the exact same amount as like everything else.
0: Literally every other moment of this story is is treated the same. And this particular story, like in abstract, is so weird and fucked up and gross. But at the same time, yes, it's written in a way where I also don't care Enough. Yeah, no,
1: no, it's like, I should care so much about all of this, but I'm just kind of throwing up my hands the whole time.
0: Like, <laughs> ah, they did that, I guess.
1: <laughs> no Game of Thrones over here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Durotan gets a letter that's unsigned, but the handwriting is clearly from Orgrim, and it's a warning that he's being watched, and they're going to send a task out to him that he must complete. Um... The next day, a rider comes with another letter. It's from Blackhand, and it's ordering Duratan and the Frostwolf to join a raiding party on the Dranai city nearby. Um, the courier waits for him to give an answer, and Duratan abides. The war party meets at the Frostwolf camp and continues into the forest, and Durotan unfortunately remembers the exact route to the city. He's like, ah, god damn me and my perfect recall.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude, this, like, perfect example. Like, Durotan could stop this in his, in, in his tracks. Like, they're all trusting him to remember how to get them into the city, and he could just be like, I forgot. I yeah. forgot. That's all I, I forgot. To say. I forgot.
0: Whoops. No. And it's like, even with the forest as overgrown as it's been in the years since, he still remembered.
1: Yep. They give him so, <laughs> the writer gives him so many outs. Oh, his memory's just too big. Curse his perfect memory. Curse it. Why, why does he
0: have to keep going, putting one foot in front of another? And it's like the first time we really get, like, if this is something like, if there had been a consistent character trait of like, Durtan has two things, a perfect memory and an inability to lie. Had that been like established forever, then I would have been like, okay, I understand. Like, but we don't. We don't get told that he has a perfect memory until this scene. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so he's going with along with it and uh orgrim's like "Ah, oh, buddy i hope you've forgotten like i have and Darratan's right. like, like sorry aw, pal curses. curses my curse my perfect memory um <laughs> And then Duritan finds the green stone that was hidden in the forest. And he's like, ah, my perfect memory is telling oh, me the words. I remember cute. the words, Restylance. I remember all
1: the words. The closest thing to any resistance we get from him is he's like, hopefully the stone won't recognize my accent. <laughs> it's, like, it's like just say the words wrong just say the just words say wrong the words buddy wrong. <laughs>
0: um he's like I hope uh, that uh, <laughs> curses. I and 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 then it and then it uh it works oh well the portal opens this look <laughs> it's-
1: I, what I said earlier was it's valuable to have stories about people who think they're doing good things swept up in something horrible. The book wants you to think that this is a good person.
0: Yes. This is the
1: problem. They want you – They they have a special contrived narrator to interrupt every single chapter – to remind you that Durotan is the good guy.
0: He's the good guy, by the way. Don't forget. Um, So, the last chapter we'll cover for today is chapter 15. (laughs) Thrall talks about how Drek'thar talks about how bad shit got in Telmor, the the Draenei city. Uh, So the Draenei were not prepared for an attack. Why would they be? Their city is fucking invisible.
1: (laughs) <laughs> oh my god Ugh.
0: duratan duels with restalon so restalon pulls duratan off his wolf has the upper hand is about to kill him but duratan's wolf bites restalon and starts like ripping his arm off and then duratan kills restalon and uh he's sad about that and then he he get, oh, looks wait. over and and Orgrim is just exploding heads like watermelons at a Gallagher concert. He is he is just just <laughs> killing people. Uh. And then and then Dur-Tan sees a crying little girl and she starts like hitting out his like legs like ah you son of a bitch and he's like ah <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna kill this little girl and then another orc just like puts a spear through her head and the orc is like you owe me Duratan and Duratan's like. Uh.
1: <laughs> I don't like this book I don't like this book at all
0: it, Yeah, so it's an easy win and the orcs just start trying to break shit they just start like breaking statues and Duratan's like why don't we just tend to the wounded instead you know, instead of just breaking shit and the orcs are like, okay uh, yeah. and then Duratan, the good guy orders the wholesale slaughter of any Drani that they find alive. And then he's like, man, I wish Restalon had killed me.
1: Yeah, I'm so much of a coward that that's the only, like, I wish that someone took away my responsibility to do the right thing in any capacity.
0: God damn it. so uh that's where i will leave off for today uh i I, wanted
1: (laughs) i don't need to like the orcs like (sighs) i'm an alliance player i'm not a fan of
0: (laughs) not a horde fan
1: (laughs) no i and you know uh i don't need to love the orcs or think that they're doing good things to enjoy playing the game to even enjoy playing like as, you know, any one of the, like, horde characters. Like, I don't need to think that they are the bestest guys. Like, right. in the original Warcraft, the orcs just liked to murder some humans. Yeah. I just They just enjoyed it. They thought it was fun. Yeah. I, you can't keep that energy, but then try to get me to be sympathetic toward them. Right. Just yeah. let me think that they're a, a bunch, of, bunch of assholes.
0: Right. And I'm like, no, they're, they're not bad. The only people who are bad are the Sargeras, uh, yeah. corrupted people, which the orcs are, but don't wait. No, not like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Like how, how far back do you have to pull it to be like, you know, kill Jaden is actually sympathetic. <laughs> oh man. <Yeah. laughs>
1: yeah like you can always fall back on like oh well the you know the orcs got tricked like they wouldn't have been doing any of this if they hadn't been tricked but i don't know i feel like this book could have brought me along right uh, rather than dragging me kicking and screaming through this narrative
0: yeah yeah It had it, and, like, if it was thoroughly from the orc's point of view, too, and there was a better job of the trickery not being so transparent, I think it would have made more, like, oh, like, that would have been, like, a stunning turn two-thirds of the way through, where it's, like, oh, my, like, where they all have, like, the, oh, are we the baddies moment, instead of Duratan being, like, oh, are we the baddies right off the bat, but then never fucking doing anything about it. <laughs> yeah, it's... I imagine,
1: you know, some of the challenge of, like, most of the people who are going to read this book are probably already familiar with what happens. Like, yeah. we know that the orcs make it to Azeroth. We know that mm. Belen survives because he is an NPC in World right. of Warcraft. Like, right. all of these things that... We know that, like, the orcs were tricked by Jaden. We know these things, and so... Um, it almost feels like this book is constructed with that knowledge, almost as a way to totally forego the concept of structure. Right. Um, like it. I agree with you. Like if we'd been reading this book and we didn't find out that Kill Jaden existed until the seventy percent mark, that would have been wild. Right. Um, but no, we we just read the entire thing with the orcs occasionally interjecting. Ah, we're we're being.
0: Uber's. oh we're well being, i think we're being duped
1: yeah oh and well you, you just read it and the entire time you're just in the mindset of like why the fuck is this happening why is this happening? what are we doing
0: here what are, what are, we, are we doing here yeah. what's going on so that's that's part two of 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 uh of this book it's um it's in terms of My personal estimation and amongst all the books that we've read, uh, I mean, I've I've finished it uh, and we'll get into it more when we wrap up in part three. But it 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 like started mid like most books kind of like start in that that Mm -hmm. vague middle area of the list. You know, there's just a big cluster of books and it's slowly like it after I, I finished reading it, it just it just plummeted right out of that mid it's in the it's in the bottom of the list now <laughs> not the worst book but it's in that bottom section of the lists um yeah. cuz there's been some worse stuff that we've we've uh we've read um that ironically were better better structured just worse in terms of like just bad stories yeah. um yeah so i don't know maybe one day we'll we'll get into that we'll we'll yeah we'll, we'll do that but yeah. um
1: who, who knows like this could in some ways just be a, a flaw in um trying to translate warcraft lore into a book because yeah. it is like comics like part of the uh, joy of reading comics is uh experiencing this really phenomenal artwork and interacting right. with like, the expressions and the physicality sure. and same with warcraft like Uh, When you're playing World of Warcraft, uh, experiencing the lore as like little tidbits, you just get dropped these little like just nuggets of like, wait, whoa, you guys did what? Okay, anyway, I'm going to go do this quest. Like, oh, this happened when? But when you're just reading it in book form, you just get the full exposure to how bonkers Warcraft lore is. (laughs)
0: absolutely bonkers and so this uh some of this story is did you watch the warcraft movie i have not but of
1: course i did
0: of course you did
1: (laughs) of course i did yeah that's actually like not canon
0: the warcraft movie yeah but i feel like uh, didn't didn't the warcraft movie pull from some of this time period yeah
1: a good example is um orgrim um Orgrim in the Warcraft movie is Thrall's like second in command. He's like a frost wolf.
0: Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so it's
1: like they, they stuff gets changed. shuffled stuff
0: yeah. around a little Jordan's
1: bit. Try. <laughs> <laughs> Keep track of all this.
0: <laughs> oh God. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I, we're also reading, uh, uh recording some episodes for, uh, a, a, a Warhammer, um, so <laughs> a Warhammer 40k book, which is basically like uh, Warhammer is like world war like Warcraft is like Warhammer stuff just like diluted a little bit it's like a lot of the same vibes but just like you know it's it's Warhammer 40k is uh, there's just so too, too much I've read three Warhammer 40k books at this point and I'm still, I still have no idea half the shit that's happening in this universe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I keep yeah. thinking
1: like who's gonna who's listening to this podcast? I'm like, are you following along? <laughs> I'm sorry if
0: you know.
1: It's hard to
0: It's hard. And it there's a <laughs> lot. There's a lot going on. All right. Well Okay. That's the book, so we always get into uh, one segment at the end, and I have a feeling I know your answer, yes. but I'm going to ask you, what are you playing?
1: I, the answer is the same. And it's Hots, the same you're
0: getting, you're getting in that Hots.
1: I just play Hots. I really like Heroes of the Storm. Everyone should go download it. <laughs> try to convince uh, Microsoft, Blizzard, Activision, whoever owns who anymore. Um, try to convince them to not turn the servers down, because I'll miss
0: it. Uh, yeah well if if uh as of recording the FTC has filed another thing to stop that merger by that the time cool. this episode by the time this episode goes live, I'm sure we'll have known the answer for a bit but yeah. It's
1: <laughs> yeah. And if you want more uh yeah if you want more like interactions with the weirdness that is Warcraft um hots has you covered there's a lot of orcs, a lot hanging of orcs. around. Uh, of community
0: orcs. violence yeah they they, they do that they're they're yeah. good at that um so uh, i i i started playing um the lies of p um
1: Ooh.
0: which is the um pinocchio themed souls-like game uh okay. it's interesting um it's also yeah. a little weird in that you can tell that it's like not a ton of budget was necessarily spent on on translation like the translations fine, but then uh, uh, like when you open up the game, it says now shader loading and oh. I was like, all right, well, that doesn't sound right to, <laughs> to my ear. Maybe shader <laughs> now loading would would work, but now shader loading, just, th- you know, little stuff like that is just everywhere in the game. Um, but yeah, it's also, I like it, but it's also not quite linear. Uh, it's too linear for me, for a soul's like. So mm, yeah, yeah. The
1: Lies of P is exactly what I would call like a grim dark. Pinocchio
0: it is yeah it's pretty much that it's set in Bell in the the Belle Epoque era um, which is like Moulin Rouge type uh, <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's grimdark Pinocchio post him becoming a real boy kind of um, <laughs> sort of uh, and part of it is like you have to sometimes lie to not get killed or something. I don't know. Uh, And that is your that is the that is the thing that separates Pinocchio from every other puppet is that he is the only one who's able to lie Mm. Um, because it's also very it's very much they took uh, I am robot and turned it into a Pinocchio story. Um, because the, the, all the other puppets have to follow the, the, it's like the four laws of puppetry.
1: Oh <laughs> <the> puppetry?
0: Wow. <laughs> oh, God. Well this, um,
1: is, this sounds cool. I'll have to yeah, check that out. Just, I, is, who am I kidding? I only play heroes is,
0: Who are you kidding? You know? Exactly. You might even I have a feeling like next week next time it's gonna be like you're like, yeah, actually I installed uh Warcraft three and I'm playing Dota <laughs> One. Oh, oh man. Well
1: I mean this has me excited because I've got um my sorry, my dog's excited about something. Oh, I'm excited about um, I've got, like, another Heroes of the Storm video coming up, and I'm hoping to do another uh, World of Warcraft video, funnily enough, about how difficult it is to have an ongoing narrative in an MMO that lasts over right. like 20 years. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, this has been a very, like, exhilarating uh, little part of my research. <laughs> <laughs>
0: history re- is reading you know what's funny is also by the way I, I I'll see like these lists of people recommending Warcraft books and uh, we're like yeah go read these Warcraft books and I was like I haven't seen this book appear <laughs> on, uh, those, on those yeah. lists
1: <laughs> um, there are definitely some good stories in in the Warcraft universe yeah um, and probably
0: something a little, yeah. things that are more focused.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't, I don't know that this one would have translated very well. Yeah. No matter, no
0: matter what. No matter what. Um, Probably just shouldn't have been adapted.
1: writers, give it a try. Send yeah. it over.
0: Come on, <laughs> fanfic. <laughs> We're, that's something that Phil and I have always talked about doing is if we ever got to a point where we did two episodes a week, uh, we would do an episode on Wednesday and that is like our regular stuff, and then Friday would be fanfic Friday.
1: That would be, awesome. <laughs> that would be so fun.
0: And we would just pick a fanfic story that's like a, an adaptation of, of a game, a fanfic about a game, or whatever, yeah. and just just talk about it. Yeah, um.
1: straight up, like there there are just some like like real big brain fanfic writers. I've read some phenomenal fan.
0: I bet. I bet. <laughs> I, I would love to, I would love to, to, to go down that path and see what happens. Um, so, uh, Sam, do you have anything to plug before we, we go other than, you know, go watch your YouTube. I'm you have a,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> you have a great YouTube It's, it's oh, over there. You. It's being yeah. awesome.
1: If you want to check out my work on YouTube, um, you can find me under the channel name Afterthoughts. I've got a lot of stuff on games, got a lot of stuff on storytelling. Uh, love both. So yeah, thanks for having me on to marry yeah. both to those two interests.
0: Yeah, no, anytime. Thank you for being on. And we, we got one more episode with you uh, before, before you go. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. You can check out Sam's work on the YouTube channel, Afterthoughts. She does amazing work there. I want to give a special shout out to the patrons at the Geek Scholar level, Friendly Friend, Jesus Loves You, and Ruthless Mutter. Uh, Thank you so much for being our $10 patrons. Your support means the world to us. You can find us on Twitter. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Blue Sky at uh, Pixelit Pod. Just put the name in there, and you should be able to to find us. Uh, if don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, rate us five stars, all that fun stuff. Thank you so much for listening, and have a good evening.